my party. We're just getting started. A life is a dream. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Absolute Geek Podcast. I am Matt. I am Lance. And like your boy Steve Harvey says, we got a good one for you today, folks. I know you're probably sitting there going, what the what the hell are you guys doing on Tuesdays? What do you, why why are we getting a pre-recorded video on Tuesdays? That's weird. Why are we doing this? Well, that's because that's how we're going to do things from now on. We have decided to move away from the live video on Friday nights because everything is just very saturated there. Yeah. Um, there's so much for you to watch on Friday nights. And uh, we felt like there wasn't a lot going on on Tuesdays. Um, but we're doing it pre-recorded because it kind of Lance and I have had a uh, issue with our schedules lining up. So Friday nights to sit and record have become an issue. So it's like either we can record. This allows us to record anytime we want to give an, to make sure that you have an, uh, an episode every Tuesday. Yeah. And so, then uh, it also is a little highlight in the middle of your week, right before hump day. Yes. Right a little highlight on book day, right before Wednesday, little, little entertainment to help you get through your Tuesday. Um, we have been diligently working behind the scenes. I know we've been gone for a few weeks. Um, we've been diligently working behind the scenes to try and revamp the show and bring you more new content. Now, I know normally you're used to us doing two to three hour podcasts live, you know, talking about all the news, going through everything and, uh, but now we're doing five-hour podcasts. Yeah, no, I think we're going to try and shorten it up. We don't want to take a bunch of your time listening to our dumb faces talk. So we're going to try and keep it to one, maybe two topics, um, maybe some show reviews on a couple episodes, um, try and encompass more in the geek culture, not just comic books, but kind of stuff music. that we care about. Yeah, some like stuff it doesn't like. have to be nerd stuff. It's stuff that we enjoy, you know? We don't have to pigeonhole something. We don't have to talk about the latest She-Hulk episode if we don't want to. Right. Um, <laughs> we're going to have more content from the channel. I'm going to start doing uh, superhero character deep dives and putting them out. So we'll do deep dives into your favorite heroes. Um, I'm going to start doing a uh, top 10 covers list for the month of the top 10 hottest covers that came out for the previous month. That's a great idea. Um, we have a new show that we're going to be uh, talking about debuting called uh, Who Raised You? About, you know, me and Lance are both fathers to different age children. Uh, my second is on the way, and we're going to try and maybe congrats, hopefully... by the way. I don't know if I've told you that. Yes, I thank you. Congrats. Try hopefully getting uh, maybe Max to come back and maybe Jay. Good old and, Maxwell uh, Coffee House. Yeah, so we're going to do a show called uh, Who Raised You, which is basically just about raising our kids at different ages, uh, up trying to raise them up in the geek culture and um, things like that. So I think we're going to talk be about a... how how our parents raised us, too. Right. Yeah. So it's going to be multi-generational. Yeah. So I think it'll be fun. It'll be good times. Um, all these days we could have old Papa Allward on the, on fuck the podcast come on here. <laughs> Yeah, he says you still do that that podcast thing dart, dart, dart. <laughs> weekly. Yeah, I don't ever see it. Well, you know you're not funny, looking dude? very hard. How long have I've been podcasting for? What five, six years now? You've been podcasting for longer than that. 
like nine. My mom still to this day. Why can't you do this thing on Friday? Mom, I do the podcast. What podcast? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's how it is. You know, my mom, my dad, my mom doesn't ever really talk to me about it. But my dad's like, you're still doing that podcast thing? Yeah. Making any money from it? Mm, not really. Oh, well, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, it does. It'd be but. different if this was all you were doing. You've got a grown up job. Right. Grown up. I wish this is all I was doing. I wish this is all I could be doing. <laughs> but you, you're, 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 you know, taking care of your family and all that stuff. So that's so why I told my wife, I was like, when you go, when, when I go on paternity leave for six weeks, I want to focus on growing the podcast so that way I can take it full time and I don't have to go back to work. And she's like, maybe you should focus on, you know, helping me with the baby. <laughs> and I was like, no, 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 you got that. I, I'm going to focus on this. And she's like, literally like, you're going to focus on helping me with the baby or I'm going to castrate you. <laughs> and then no more babies. Yeah. And then no more. Babies. But, but I look at it like the best of both worlds. Cause you know, that kid's going to be up all night so I can have my iPad with me and holding the baby in one arm and searching and figuring out what video ideas and things to do on the other. And hopefully um, grow this bad boy out. You know who's perfected that? Like Max. Max is very good at watching his kid and like running through an entire video game or working with his kids sitting in the room. I've never been capable of that. Like if my kid's in the room, I can't focus on anything else. But he he's able to TV is a great babysitter. Like like today, dude, like I had to move a couple of my meetings around because my daughter was homesick with a fever and my wife had to take the other kids out for this like um, schooling thing they had to do. And I had to move my meetings around because she just wanted to be on my lap, you know, coughing up a freaking lung. And but Max is able to freaking work a full day's work with his kids sitting right there and I can't do it. I'm envious. I I couldn't do that with Logan. She's. She's into everything, like everything in my office will be torn apart. Somehow she's got toys from downstairs, upstairs in my office. Like she just goes to get things everywhere. And like because she can open doors in our house now. So she just busts into rooms. Hi. And bring (laughs) a book and brings all her shit in in my office. And I was Uh like, dude, you got to got to leave. And then she'll like be like TV, Gabba, Gabba, Gabba. Bluey? Bluey? Her love of GABA is adorable. She loves it, yeah. Speaking of GABA, Blink-182 came out with a new song yesterday. And it's all Ramones-centric. Yeah. Dude, their their new album, from what I'm hearing, is going to be absolute fire. Like, Oh, yeah. I can't wait for it to come out. Like the twentieth can't get here soon enough, dude. The twentieth is such a it's gonna be such a baller day, man. Because you get the new Blink album and Spider Man Two drops on the PS Five that day. Fuck, I gotta pre order that. <laughs> I already did. I haven't, I haven't pre ordered it yet. Um, yeah, Anna's like, why do you need to buy that video game? You haven't even played the last two that you bought. <laughs> mm-hmm. but you because don't understand. I will. Spider Man Woman, one. right? And- <laughs> Because the last one I bought were sports. This is Spider-Man Woman, and I need this in my life. Oh, you buy more games more frequently than I do. I haven't. The last one I bought was Jedi. Time. Last game I bought was um, 
Tears of the Kingdom on the Switch. I have the I have the Xbox Game Pass though, so like I can play a lot of the games on Game Pass. Like Starfield came out on Game Pass. Uh Payday 3 just came out on Game Pass. So a lot of games come out on Game Pass. I was watching Max play Starfield. I couldn't get into it. Um yeah, he's like, I think you like this game. And I watched him play for like 10 minutes. I'm like, it feels like um what did he say? It came from the same people that made Skyrim. Yeah. Bethesda makes uh, and I, I hated that yeah. game. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of those games. Like it's just the open know. world. Not not necessarily open world, but those like RPG style games that just like uh, the fallouts or um yeah. like um Skyrim, things like that. I just could never get into them. So I played like maybe two hours of Starfield and shut it off and haven't touched it since. I like linear games. I feel like those aren't linear, right? Because you can play the game in so many different directions. Like when you play Jedi Fallen Order, is that the new one? Uh, Yeah. No, Jedi Survivor. Survivor. It's very much like here's level one. Okay, you you did this. Now here's level two. And now here's level three. It's l- more linear video yeah. game play, right? Like, yeah, there's quests and stuff that you can do outside, but there's a linear gameplay. I remember my first experience with that was Ocarina of Time, where it wasn't so linear. And I wasn't a big fan of it because I felt like this never fucking ends. And I'm not the kind of gamer that's going to play a game for five years. Yeah. Like, I want to play it. I want to beat it. And I want to put it down and move on to the next thing. Last of Us. Last of Us is very linear. So. Well, I mean, I like games like that. Like, I like, like, Tears of the Kingdom was a fantastic game legend of zelda tears of the kingdom on the switch if you ain't playing that you should check it out um but those games have to for me to get into them they have to grab me right away and because i played breath of the wild and i loved breath of the wild tears of the kingdom already had me from the jump as to where like i'm from what i'm hearing you have to play well into starfield for it to start getting good and then it kind of gets repetitive and I just, I don't have, if you're not grabbing my interest in the first, like, two hours of the game, I'm I'm not. Oh, you're being com- generous. Yeah. If you yeah, don't have I my am. interest in the next 15 minutes. Then yeah, tor- short attention spans, right? But <laughs> <laughs> if you're not grabbing my interest right off the rip, I'm going to bail. And yeah. Unless it's like a first-person shooter or something like that, something that I can just turn my brain off and play. And I don't have to be involved in the story to play like Warzone or something. Um, but that that's just why I couldn't get into Star Trek. Now I'm a huge fan of the Assassin's Creed franchise, and uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage just came out, and I want to play that so bad because it's going back to the its roots to be more like a um, Assassin's Creed game where it's kind of more that linear versus like upgrading things and skills upgrading like skills Bahala. yeah it's getting yeah. away from that to go back to more of its like original roots so i'm super stoked for that but i think i'm gonna wait for and a black arab, Friday right yeah Is he, he's arab now yeah it's um i want to say it takes place in i want to say baghdad i think it's baghdad that's awesome so because the assassin's creed that's the whole thing like it's different like i know they had Ezio, right yeah, he was so it's like Assassin's different Creed people too. every time. 
Um, well, you had Altair, which was the first assassin in the original game, and then you had Ezio in Assassin's Creed 2. Um, and he, he was in a couple games, I can't remember, like Brotherhood. Um, he was in yeah, a couple of different them, Assassin's thought, Creed, right? yeah, three, three or four. I can't, I can't remember if Ezio's in three or four of them. And then they have Black Flag, where you're like a pirate, right? Yep. And then Valhalla, which is the, pretty much the only one that I've played, where you're uh, a Norse, not Norse, a Viking of some sort, isn't he? Yeah. But yeah, they're cool games. I like the gameplay of of Valhalla, but that's another one that wasn't very linear. And I played it for like a week. So and... yeah, the Ezio collection is Assassin's Creed 2, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, Assassin's Creed Revelations. Um, so yeah, all those are fantastic games. But go ahead, sorry. But uh I looked at my after a week, I looked at like my progress and it said like 40%. And I was like, fuck this game. Yeah. <laughs> it never ends. So I just I haven't picked it up since. I've I've put so much time in Valhalla and still haven't finished it like really yeah and i ended up removing it from my xbox to have storage um for other stuff but let me ask you have you upgraded the storage capacity of your playstation yet Mm -mm. no i've been thinking about doing that there's not my playstation might as well be a glorified paperweight honestly because there's not a lot that i'm playing on it like i'm getting it for like the exclusive so like of course i've got um you know the uh God of War Ragnarok, Spider-Man 2, absolutely. Um, the Spider-Man Miles Morales game. What else? Um, Horizon Forbidden West, I've got that. So it's more for the exclusives, but otherwise I play on my PC or my X. My Xbox is definitely a glorified paperweight. It's downstairs in our living room as a DVD player. Yeah, I basically buy everything for my playstation i don't buy it for my xbox my xbox i just use get game pass and i'm the same yeah. i just use i use my computer because i have a fucking awesome computer yeah my what my series x is sitting right here and i i don't know the last time it's been turned on i did mm-hmm. my gotham knights but i play that for like a day and then haven't picked it back up this will probably honestly be like the last xbox i buy just because like you said, I have a gaming PC, so I play most of my Microsoft stuff on PC. You got your class cross-platform stuff, so I can play with people on Xbox, you know, from my PC. That's how I play Call of Duty. So I really don't even need a, a, an, an Xbox anymore. But if it's so it's mostly if it's just exclusive for, to Xbox, will it always be on Game Pass? Uh, not necessarily always on Game Pass, but... If it's exclusive to Xbox, it's usually a Microsoft exclusivity, so it'll be on PC too. So just so you PC buy it on there, and, you just won't have the physical. Yeah, I'll just buy it on Steam or buy it on the Microsoft Store. So I just wouldn't have the physical. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's where Max and I differ. Max buys basically everything digital, mm-hmm. and I may be of an older generation because I'm like, if I don't have it in my hand, that means they can take it away type guy like yeah, i know that that's not rational but it's not even like that anymore because your game disc when you buy the physical disc it's pretty much 
wasting your money it, it's pretty much a waste of money just because they're it's just because so you have the physical thing to like boost your own i don't want to say boost your own ego but to to make yourself feel better i guess because there's only like maybe 15 percent if that of the game on the disc and then the rest you're still downloading digitally anyways yeah but if i buy it physically and i go let my brother borrow it because that's why gamestop is still a thing yeah, well, then he can put it in and download it, but then he won't be able to play it without the disc and all that. So right, like, same as you me. Could still, you could still do that. Like, the physical's still good for that, but I'm talking, like, it, even if, like, for some reason... Well, I don't want to say that, because it, it'd still be there, but, yeah, like, you're still downloading the majority of your game. Oh, yeah. I bought, um, well, Gotham Knights, dude. I bought that and put it in, and I had to wait, like four hours for the thing to download i never even touched that game that's all right i was really hoping for like an arkham type game and it's similar but it's not as good but i don't know it's just my whole thing is that like okay i'm buying this game 60 70 bucks whatever it is now 70 i'm getting a physical thing if i get tired of this game later on i can go sell it to gamestop or on freaking for five bucks <laughs> five ten dollars but that's still more than i would get if i bought it digitally because i can't sell it at all digitally yeah and the other thing is why are they the same cost why is it sixty dollars at walmart and also sixty dollars digital uh just because that's what the they set the rate the game the price of games at See, I think they make more money off the digital games. Absolutely. There's because no, you don't have to go no... to the store and wait. You you download it, you pre-install it, and the minute the game comes out, you've got it. Like no, with but physical... their, their margin, their profit oh, margin is sure. bigger on the digital. Well, yeah, because you don't, they, there's no cost. They don't have the cost of, you know, well, I mean, there's still cost because they're still putting out physical copies of the game, but the cost, you know, that's less physical copies technically that you have to make right um you don't ever have to worry about it selling out if it's digital because you can just go in the store and buy it or to where right. like, if you go to GameStop or walmart you have to worry about it selling out um the, the only thing that the physical is even good for anymore is if you do collector's editions and stuff which most of mine are like deluxe well my guardians of the galaxy is like the steel bot it came with a book and like yeah all this other shit but like Okay, so I bought NBA 2K with the one with Devin Booker on it. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm talking about, right? I got that on Best Buy at Best Buy for 20 bucks. Mm -hmm. I went on to PlayStation right after just to see how much it was digitally. PlayStation had it for $60. So Best Buy probably marked it down. Yeah, so like what I'm saying is like, so I buy some digital games if the deal's really good. But for the most part, like I feel like you get better deals when you buy it physically from the store because then you have their their specials or sales or whatever or like target does the buy two get one free all the time yeah you know i don't know i think it's just a difference of preference but i I also think i'm old school and i just want to own my shit i want to feel something in my hand yeah and i'm like that too and that's that's the reason i only still go to gamestop too is because like you can you can pre-order something and pay it off over time versus when you buy it online you're dropping that 70 bucks for it right there and then yeah i remember so, back in the day you could pre-order a game at best buy for like 10 bucks can you still do that uh yeah i think so yeah i know gamestop you can like five bucks down 
then pay it off. Right. Like that's what I did for Spider-Man too. Cause I somehow in, in the process of moving and packing everything, I found a, a GameStop gift card that had like 50 bucks on it still. <laughs> so I was like, Oh sweet. I guess I'm going to go spend this. So I went and pre-ordered, um, put more, the majority of it down for Spider-Man. And then I went the other day and paid the rest of it off. But that's the only How reason I went to GameStop. Game? Hmm? How much is that game? 70 bucks. Yeah, games went up, dude. 70 bucks for a video game. It's insanity. What did I pay for? I think I paid like close to $100 for Jedi Survivor. Because they don't make it, they're not making money off the consoles. They're losing money when they get the consoles, but the, the games is where they make the money. Right. And the accessories. So I think I paid like $90 for Jedi. Jesus. Because it was like, had all like the special. You must be a hardcore Star Wars fan then. Yeah, I played it for 15 minutes. <laughs> Hardcore. But I love the idea of playing. When it comes to time to actually sit down and play it, I never have the time to do it. <laughs> yeah. Hardcore. We're going to talk about Ahsoka, I think, later. And you're going to see how hardcore I am. I know nothing. <laughs> well, I, was, I mean, we were going to talk about uh, Deadpool and Marvel and stuff, but we could talk about Ahsoka if you want. And Just briefly. I, I don't I'm I guess the basically I don't feel like I know enough to give a review about it. I just thought it was cool looking, right? I want to understand what the hate is because Corbin, our good friend Corbin, who everybody that listens to the show knows Corbin, posted some graphic of uh have you seen that one where it's like the dude putting on the metal, he's like biting the metal, he's like, Yeah, ah, and, and then giving him the shower himself the shower and he's in, like at the uh, bottom champagne. of the podium. Yeah, yeah. So he put so this this meme had Ahsoka at the bottom, like Boba Fett was above it, and I just I guess I don't get it because to me I thought it was one of the better things I've watched from the Disney Star Wars era. So when we get deeper into it, maybe you can explain to me what I'm missing. I just well, think I mean Star you brought Wars it up. Fans... We can talk about it right now. Oh, you want to talk about it right now? Sure, why not? You brought it up. Let's do it. I thought it was visually pleasing i thought the performances were good i think sabine wren is not a good actress <laughs> maybe she should stick to the because she was also the voice actress right in the cartoon mm -mm. is that the same person uh i don't think so i think, I think the, is, only, the only the only the only voiced actor that's from the original series the original um rebels and series is thrawn that's the original actor from the cartoon. Mm -hmm. He's the original voice actor. Yep, same guy. I don't know about Sabine though. I didn't. I don't think it is, but I, I could be wrong. I thought only the um, Thrawn was the only returning one. What's her name? Sabine Wren. No, but the actress. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but can you explain why do people hate it? Um, because Tyler, <laughs> Tyler, who other people know from the show, says it's absolute garbage. I was like, that was pretty damn good, dude. I like that better than um, Obi Wan. I don't think it's absolute garbage. Um, 
uh, Natasha Lou Bordizzo is her name. Okay. Here's the thing. Um, I can't tell you why they don't like it. Um, my thing with this show is that I feel like, like I know just enough about Star Wars to to be dangerous in a conversation. I don't sit here and claim that I know and I'll beat all about Star Wars. And Max is definitely far superior when it comes to Star Wars than I am. But for me, like I watched Rebels and I watched Clone Wars, and I think you you really needed to watch those two series to really understand what's going on in Ahsoka because without it, like you don't understand the dynamic between Ahsoka and Sabine. You don't understand why there's that rift between Ahsoka and Sabine. Sabine, you don't understand why, you know, Ezra and why they're trying to get Ezra back and what his, his purpose is. He's and a badass dude. I liked him. You don't understand Thrawn and what Thrawn's trying to do and why Thrawn is, is trapped and, and kind of what's going on there. So there's a lot of things that the casual viewer is not privy to if they haven't watched Clone Wars or um, Rebels. Like there's that whole, the way the, the show ends and the season ends and all that, like there's a lot of backstory that goes through Rebels and Clone Wars there um for the cliffhanger now let me stop you i have not watched any of the cartoons okay so so when you're speaking of those people that's me the casual viewer right mm -hmm. i didn't feel lost so you you knew who thrawn was and what his purpose was and kind of I like i feel like it kind of explained it that he was like no one could find him right he was like he was like exiled or something like that after the war or whatever no one could find him but if he's able to come back then he'll restart the war essentially but you, i mean you don't understand why everyone's afraid of him no i just kind of got i just from context clues i realized oh this is not a good dude so yeah. yes you're right i don't have the complete picture but i don't feel like i was completely out you know, in the creek without a paddle, if that's the right term. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so there's just a lot of things to the show. Like a lot of people had issues with um, her mannerisms and how she's kind of just folding her hands the entire time. Who, Ahsoka? Ahsoka. Um, a lot of people had issues with the pacing of the show. Like there is a couple of times where like she's do Ahsoka's doing things that like you could do faster and get through yeah. it and put more content in it. Um, it, it was very fan servicey in a lot of ways to people who, who were fans of clone wars and, and stuff. And I have a lot of people had issues with Anakin coming back, spoiler alert, but I think that's the, the bad, most badass scene and not, oh, and not just flashing TV. back and forth. Yeah. Not just TV, but in cinema when, that scene when he's walking through the dust and it flashes between him as Anakin and him as Vader and back again. Fucking awesome. Badass. Yeah. <clears throat> Badass. Um, that was better visual than anything I saw in Obi-Wan. Yeah. Obi-Wan was the one that they were hyping up. Oh, the Obi-Wan and Darth are going to fight again. Blah, blah, blah. It became this big deal. That scene in Ahsoka when he's flashing back and forth, like I thought it was fucking awesome. 
I mean, I love, I like the series. Like to me, it's it's up there right behind Mandalorian. Like if I were to go more recent Star Wars stuff for me, it would probably be like Rogue One, Mandalorian, Ahsoka. Like I I enjoyed Ahsoka, but I'm also not a hardcore Star Wars elitist either. But I the only what you're saying from the Disney era. Yeah, I liked all of Ahsoka up until the final. And my issue with the final is just like I felt like we get nothing. We get nothing from it. So, you know, you're waiting for Thrawn to, to come back. And all these people are scared of Thrawn coming back because he's this, you know, he's the heir to the Empire. He's this tactile general. And yeah. so <laughs> really what happens? It's changing places like you get now ahsoka and sabine are stuck on that planet somehow ezra escapes on Thrawn's ship they're flying light speed from one galaxy to another so he had to have been on that ship for a good period of time and then all of a sudden you're with you're with hera and you know she's in the council meeting and then the ship shows up and a storm dude in a stormtrooper outfit walks off and she takes her helmet off and it's ezra and so it ends it there. And so it ends with Thrawn heading towards Dathmir and with his, you know, zombie army that he's about to build. And there's a lot of stuff that happens, I guess, in the book, Heir to the Empire, that I'm not privy because I haven't read the book. So I think Max could probably speak more to that. But like, I don't know. I don't understand the hate. I get like, there's, I guess, real star hard, hardcore Star Wars elitist hate on it. But I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the show up until the final. I would say out of the Disney era, it's been a lot of, well, let me say this in the Disney era. Like there's been a lot of misses when it comes to star Wars. And what's funny is back in the couch crunchers days, when we were first starting out, I brought this up. It was right after force awakens came out and I was telling Jay and his stupid ass brother-in-law that, Disney better be careful or they're going to kill the franchise. And they got so pissed, not Jay so much, but his brother-in-law did got so pissed. So I'm like, listen, dude, like they're banking a little bit on these star Wars elitists that they're, that they're just going to shell their dollars out to see this. But if you give them one after the other of missteps, they're going to stop shelling the money out. I mean, look at the MCU, right? The MCU seemed unkillable. And then misstep, 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 misstep. And now, I mean, they're having trouble getting viewers for some of their shows, right? I think the MCU, though, it's like we've talked about it over and over again. It's just oversaturation. And it's... Well, Bob Iger's fixing that. mm, I just don't think anybody cares, man. Like, it it just feels like, I don't know. I, I can't put my finger on it with the Disney Plus shows. Like it, it just feels like they're not on the pulse. It, like it harpens back, harpens back to post Endgame, the end of Thanos. They have no idea what they're doing. Yeah, I think they they have too many storylines. But and you're trying to do all the multiverse stuff, and now like you know you try to build up Namor, the Submariner. Well, then he's you know tangled in allegations, and then you get. Jonathan Majors, who decides that he's going to go and, you know, show his five-finger slap to his girlfriend or whatever he did. He gets <laughs> arrested, and now is Martin controversy. And now 
like people are not wanting to watch Loki season two be- that just started because of him. And he's, he's very wrapped up in it and it just feels like they, they lost their way and they can't get, I, it's like that, that book in Billy Madison, the puppy that lost his way. Yeah. Well, I, I feel like Disney plus you can look at Disney plus as the linchpin for where Disney started going wrong. Right. Cause Disney said, okay. Cause they had a good thing before they had Marvel television and Marvel movies, right? They were two, they were connected, but they weren't connected. Right. Agents of shield and all that stuff. There were references in agents of shield, but the movies never referenced the TV shows and that worked. Right. Mm-hmm. Then Disney plus comes out. They fire Ike Perlmutter or whatever, or whoever they fired. Give Kevin Feige, the keys to the house. Bob Iger leaves. They put in Bob Chappick. Bob Chappick says, hey, I want to milk this cash cow. Come out with as much shit as you possibly can to Kevin Feige. They're releasing five, six projects a year. Right? Now Bob Iger's back and he's like, no, 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 no. We're going to release two products a year. Because, right, we just we just saw the... the um, what came out that now... Uh, what's the next show? Agatha is not coming out till like next year. Yeah, but a lot of that had to do with the the writers and yeah. But he said stuff. he said before the strike that the quality over quantity thing. Yeah, he did. He he has talked about that, and some things have gotten like um, the biggest victim of that so far has been Echo. Uh, Echo now Echo's is, coming out after Daredevil, isn't it? Um, I don't know. I think Echo's coming out next year, early next year. I, I can't remember. I'll have to look up the release. But it was part. supposed to come out this November, right? E, I believe so. Um, like but that's I, what I'm I saying. Like, it's like this has been the biggest, um, the biggest victim of all of this. Like, oh, Echo. Yeah, because it was gonna be, it it cut back its episode order now. Um. I believe well, it's supposed you to be they 10 episodes they and now it's only going to be of it. eight. Um, you heard they, they had they test screenings it. of it and it w- did not go well. Yeah, they're saying it could. Re- 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 this is from eight days ago. So they're saying Echo could return or could be air late 2023 or early 2024. So. Um, it looks like they're aiming for January 2024 for um, Echo, but it was originally supposed to be 10 episodes, and now it's been cut back. I wonder if they're just merging to, to eight episodes. episodes. They're obviously not getting rid of storyline, so I wonder if they're like merging a few of the episodes. Um getting rid rid of some of the but disney has a real problem man they come out with these tv shows ahsoka could have been i don't understand why they don't focus on the special presentations more because when we look at everything that's come out for disney on the marvel and star wars side right specifically marvel the best things that marvel has come out with has been their special presentations because it's one sitting i don't have to wait every week they do these six episode things and i'm like Okay, that either needed to be longer or that could have been stripped down to two hours. Give me a movie, you know, straight to, you know, Netflix style, straight to streaming movie. 
like Batgirl was supposed to be, right? But they're mm-hmm. they're they're like they're like force feeding you a television show when some of these things don't need to be TV shows. How much better would She-Hulk have been if they would have said, "Okay, we're going to give you a 1-hour special presentation of She-Hulk." They put more time and energy in the special effects. Got rid of all the stupid shit that was in that show. How much better would it have been? Because Werewolf by Night, I thought was great. I'm sorry. It's going to consist of five episodes. So they're merging episodes. It says that originally there were six episodes of Echo. One of them has been cut due to pacing issues. So it's six. So it's five episodes. It's being re-edited. So that it's not like they're losing any of the story. I, I bet you it's being re-edited edited it to fit into five episodes that's crazy that's gonna be but how many things have we seen that could have been re-edited to make shorter i can think of a handful she how much of this is to blame covid though because with covid it kind of changed the way everybody consumes things so before covid do we have all this disney plus content because COVID kind of changed the way people go to the movies. And so before COVID, do we have this? Well, I think I think Max and Disney should take a page out of Netflix's book. Because as far as I'm concerned right now, and Amazon, I think, is doing a better job than, Netflix, than uh, Disney. And uh, what was the other one? I said Max. Netflix is still giving you the entire series all at once. You can binge it. It's the only it's the only streaming network where you can actually binge something, right? Mm-hmm. Prime just came out with Gen Z a couple weeks ago. Gave you three episodes at once. Came Gave you something week. really, something really to sink your teeth into, right? Mm-hmm. Disney came out with Loki yesterday. Watched it for 40 minutes. I'm like, oh, bummer. Like, it wasn't enough to chew on. And it kind of left me unfulfilled, right? So why does Disney and Max feel like they know better than Netflix, the original streaming service? That's kicking everybody's ass. Like, they're losing subscribers. But they're gaining, they're making money, right? Disney is hemorrhaging money right now disney is a losing a losing endeavor disney plus i mean is a losing endeavor for disney right now and people are losing faith in their product right because we've seen that with indiana jones that just came out we've seen that with some of their streaming numbers we've seen them that with some of their subscribers and then you have max that feels like it doesn't really oh dude i i hate calling it max it's hbo max should never change that fucking name but you have Max that that uh, feels like it has no identity, right? What does Max come out with that's that's like Prime? You're like, oh, The Boys is on there, and Netflix has Stranger Things, and Disney has Star Wars and Marvel. What does Max have? Well, you have all your DC stuff. Yeah, but they, um, they it's like they're ashamed of their DC stuff. I don't know about that. I think it's just. They're not ashamed, but they're just not putting the level of of um they're going in a different direction with it. Marketing wise. You see Loki. I watch YouTube 
No, and really? every other ad, every other ad is Loki mm-hmm. or Gen V or Stranger Things. Like Netflix shows dominate, right? As far as YouTube ads, when's the last time you saw an ad for a, a HBO Max show? Um, because they're not really doing original content. That's the only problem. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they have Harley Quinn. They had Peacemaker. Peacemaker was a big one for them, but they don't have an identity. But that's going to change though with gun stuff because you're going to have like I think Creature Commandos is going there, and you're going to have a lot more content on Max. Max is just kind of like that, like HBO. You know, it's like HBO. It's that it's where they go. You go to watch movies. They own the rights to South Park and Friends, and go there to watch old TV shows. And it, it it's Max is essentially what Netflix was before Netflix started doing original content. Yeah. So, but. You can't even really say right now Max is a player in this game. It's really but they're Paramount the Plus. That's not hemorrhaging subscribers. Well, but Disney doesn't seem to care. Like, <laughs> I don't well, know. They do care because they ousted their last CEO. Yeah. So obviously they care. The only thing that's going well for Disney right now is their park revenue, yeah. which ironically, Bob Chappick before he became CEO, was the parks director for Disney. It's the only thing doing well for them right now because their last, what, five movies, six movies have flopped. Haunted Mansion, Indiana Jones, Strange World. Is that what it's called? Elemental. Mm -hmm. And what's the other one I'm missing? What they just come out with, Little Mermaid. Didn't Little Mermaid flop? Uh, I don't know if that flopped. It might have done better than the rest Dude, of them. I wasn't the home run. Speaking of that, Aaron and I sat down to try and watch that movie. She loves The Little Mermaid. We got 20 minutes into it and shut it off. And she said, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. It is. Um, we took, my girls really wanted to see it. So we took them to the movie. And I was like, it's a shot for shot remake. And then they pigeonholed these, I think one new song or maybe two. We and shut it off. right? We ruined the pacing. <laughs> We shut it off right when Prince Eric starts singing. Yeah, his own song. Yeah. Yeah. So it ruins the pacing because they're not. Aladdin did a good job of it. That Naomi. What's her name? Um, the girl that plays Jasmine. Yeah. She was in the Power Rangers remake and she was in. Um, let's say some other Disney stuff. But she had a new song for Aladdin. But they got the people that wrote it like wrote for some big play or something and it actually fits into the movie plus it helps that she's hot as hell dude but yeah (laughs) that's always helpful (laughs) but uh what were we talking about oh yeah so what i was saying is that disney plus you look at the marvel and star wars stuff it feels like their endings always fall short because they stretch out these shows too far and i'm the advocate of more special presentations. Nova was supposed to be a special presentation. Apparently that's been canceled. I don't know. There's so much news about Marvel. I can't keep track, but is Nova's not coming out anymore? Uh, I don't know. It, it's hard because the, the, the writers and actors strike has shelved and affected a lot of things. It pushed so much things. Everything's getting jumbled. Um, right now. It seems like Marvel's, Marvel wants your attention on Fantastic Four, X Men, Deadpool. That's all why they of want which your attention. Were not, 
all of which were not their original right um properties i guess well it was marvel well, but loki they want you focusing on loki because loki's kind of the center of everything they're trying to do with with kang and so it's and disney seems to be disney has their hands in a lot of uh, a lot of uh different pots right now because look what they did with the nfl like they partnered with the nfl to do the andy's room football game between i watched 10 Atlanta minutes of that dude i had to turn it off in the jacksonville jaguars and it was rough it had issues 10 minutes of it and i was like this is the glitchiest thing i've ever seen i watched the whole thing did you um, mm-hmm. i couldn't handle it dude, dude it, it had its it, it had its moments like it was glitchy but i liked the way that it was getting like you turn on X, formerly known as Twitter, and people are talking about, hey man, normally my kid won't sit here through a football game. They've been locked into the TV. They've been digging this. They broke down the announcers broke down the rules of football a little bit better. They went to a little bit in depth on what a down is, you know, what better a than Nickelodeon does. Yeah, I think so. Like penalties and and things like that. They kind of broke it down for that new the newcomer to the nfl they're trying to reach a younger audience to sustain their product and more power to them what it was glitchy as fuck but it'll get better i'm sure moving forward see i but, think if you merge the two so nickelodeon took the live action added slime and like yeah cgi to it right and then have that explanation of like how the game works you know a different broadcast but i think the Nickelodeon one has the same broadcasters as the regular televised. Isn't it the same ones? I don't know. So it's don't like Joe Buck or something like that, or Troy. I don't Aikman. watch the Nickelodeon broadcasts. I've seen snippets of. I haven't watched it, but I, I'm pretty sure the people that are broadcasting it, like Joe Buck or Troy Aikman or whoever it is, the people that are broadcasting it, the the commentators for the irregular stream or whatever you would call it are also doing the Nickelodeon thing. So they're not really talking to kids. They're just adding flashing lights and slime when they score a touchdown. The, the Disney one had like two, wasn't Booger McFarlane on there? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was one of them. It had two different commentators for the game that were talking to kids. So I did appreciate that. I just couldn't get over like, I'm watching Trevor Lawrence run and he's like, or the ball, like they catch the ball and it's like going over their head and they're like, oh, it's caught. It felt like I was playing Tecmo on my on my yeah. Genesis. Or there's like the claw came in to set the ball down and it stayed there. And like well, there was one time where the dude, I think it was the first touchdown that the Jaguars scored. The ball was like in the opposite end of where the guy was. <laughs> I didn't touchdown. And it's like, oh, all right, cool. You know, and <laughs> but so um, if they could get the technology better, I think it's a home run. Yeah. Um, but back to Disney, like the, like wanting your attention. So the writer strike ends, right? And what's the, the first strike thing... still going on, right? Yeah, the actor strike still going on. But the writer strike ends, and what's the first thing that Disney says the day after it ends? All right, we're we're ready to hear pitches for uh X-Men. So if you've got a script ready to go for X-Men, send it our way. They don't have a pitch for X-Men yet? Nope. Mm -mm. Oh, that just makes me lose all faith in these people. So then now, like, all of a sudden, news has been coming out fast and furious. Like, through the whole writer's strike, you've been hearing all these rumors about Deadpool 3 that, you know, there's going to be 
you're going to have Halle Berry back as Storm and the original Cyclops and Jean are going to be back and Channing Tatum's going to reprise or going to finally get to play Gambit in it. You're going to have multiple versions of Wolverine in it. Um, they're going to be going through different dimensions and, you know, there's going to be different, all these different X-Men in there now and you're going to have X-23 in there now and you're going to have, you know, this, that and the other thing and the TV, the TVA is supposed to be appearing in it now and, so you have all that stuff, and then now you're getting the the Taylor Swift playing Dazzler rumors, and then you have the Sean Levy, the the director. You have Ryan Reynolds. You have yeah, Hugh Jackman Kansas and City Taylor game. Swift at a, a Kansas City Chiefs game because her and Travis Kelsey are an item, and it's like they're they're putting so much attention into Deadpool in the forefront of everything. And then there comes out the news. Oh, well, we're going to do the X-Men, but Wolverine is not going to be part of the X-Men. So they're going to be focusing on your classic X-Men team. You're probably going to get Angel, Beast, um, Oh, like Ice they did Man. with First Class? Yeah, you're going to get that core um, X-Men team, most likely. You're not going to get Wolverine in the X-Men. Doesn't mean Wolverine's not going to be there. But then you get rumors that, oh, well, Secret Wars is actually going to focus more on toby mcguire's spider-man and hugh jackman's wolverine and you know so you and robert Downey jr coming back and so like all of a sudden you got all of these rumors flying around but none of it's about stuff they're putting out so they're tr- it's like they're drawing your attention away from loki and Which i think to- it's a shame like you said that you weren't too keen on it i liked it but then again loki's been one of my favorite things that they've come out with of recent what did this what did this episode do to advance the story? Well, it adds the you time element. Loki the time and you get key what's his name? Key uh what's his name? Short data. round short round data. <laughs> what's his name? Key, I don't know. Key Huang. I don't know. I love that. Key Wantanabo. <laughs> I don't think that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? I feel like that's I feel like that's what it is. Key Wantanabo. <laughs> um I don't know, like they're adding the time element into the TVA, which that wasn't supposed to exist. It's going to kind of build on the story of King a little bit. I don't don't know. I liked it. But but, but like, look at where they want your attention, though. Like they want they have not talked about Captain America other than changing the name from New World Order to Brave New World. Brave New World. I I think that that has less to do with story and more about lawsuits. Because doesn't WWE own New World Order? I don't know if they. I'm sure they probably have a trademark for their NWO group, but but it's um, an entertainment space. I wonder if yeah, Disney found out they can't use it. I just I just find it incredibly alarming that they're like, hey, we want to hear your pitches for X Men. Doesn't Kevin Feige have a whole fucking whiteboard in his office? Of the next 10, isn't that what they've been telling us? They have the next 10 years of Marvel figured out. Uh, Ki Hoi Kwan. Ki Hoi Kwan. Yeah, he's awesome. Ki Hoi Kwan. I loved how he kept contradicting himself. He's like, no, that's not possible. And then he was remembering. So they're completely changing how time works that they've explained in Endgame. Yeah, because Loki's in the past telling him stuff. And then he's like, oh, wait. And then remembering it in current time when he's talking to 
Mobius and and then what did Endgame tell us that Back to the Future is a lie? Remember? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now there's now they're now they're doing the Back to the Future shit. So I want to know what that's about, how that's possible, because I think that's intentional. But um, what were we saying? You're talking about um, kind of lo- just kind of Loki and where we Marvel seems to want your focus. Yeah. Um, and well, X-Men you were saying that right. Oh, X-Men. So he has the next 10 years planned out. Why are they taking pitches for X-Men? Don't they already have that shit? But I don't think they do. That's the problem. Because when you looked at San Diego Comic-Con last year, not this not this year, but last year, when they released the roadmap, they released the roadmap for Phase 5, and then Phase 6 only had one date on it with one announcement. Well, sorry, two announcements, which was and- 4. Oh. And then Avengers Kang Dynasty and Avengers Secret Wars. Right. But X-Men has not even been talked about. Like, Why are they coming out with X-Men 97 and not continuing from that story? Because that's continuation of the animated series. But they've added it on their timeline of MCU stuff. So isn't that canon now? Mm, I think in a way it might be, but... I think it's about as canon as things like um, what, if? what If, yeah. I just don't understand why they don't just continue that. I don't want to see First Class again. Who gives a fuck about Angel? Well, I think they're doing it this way because you're going to get, I think your new Avengers team is going to be like, I'm almost thinking it's going to be Uncanny Avengers. Like, you're, yeah. I'm sure you're going to get Rogue in there. Wolverine will probably be an Avenger. That's why they're saying he's not going to be part of the X-Men because he'll already be. I, I really think I really think Deadpool 3 is going to establish our MCU Wolverine. Tearing it. They're already saying you're getting different variants of Wolverine in that movie. I really think end of Deadpool 3, you're going to have your established Wolverine. So I really think your new Avengers team is going to be. Well, you already know it's going to be, it's going to be Spider-Man. It's going to be She-Hulk, probably Kamala Khan. Um, Bucky, Cap. Um, who's uh, who's the other Marvel? It's not Brie Larson. The oh, um, the one that was in Wandavision. Yeah. Um. Well, she's Miss Marvel too, but she goes by um Photon. Yeah, she's gonna be one. So, um, and Sylvie. Do you think Sylvie's gonna be a major player? No. I don't no? think Sylvie's gonna. I don't think Sylvie's gonna play past loki oh she's likable dude i like her um i thought that they were trying to position her as like tom hiddleston's getting older his contract's gonna be running out let's transition that's what they're trying to they're trying to transition yeah that's what they're trying to they're trying to transition all these people so like brie larson probably won't be in another avengers movie it's going to be camilla khan or photon deadpool is definitely going to be an avengers movie because like that's a no-brainer, right? But I have a question. So that's what I was going to ask you earlier. How long do you think Marvel can really hold on to Ryan Reynolds? Mm. Because Ryan Reynolds had pretty much complete control over the first two Deadpool movies. Now he's playing in Disney's play- sandbox. And they're going to be telling him, that, no, you can't do this. Yes, you can do this. No, the story has to go this way or it has to fit into this narrative. How long do you think he's going to put up with that? I I guarantee you he's lost creative control. 
I don't think so. I don't think he has. You think Kevin Feige just said, here's the reins? He doesn't seem like that kind of guy to me. I think he is probably gave uh, said, okay, here's what we're trying to do. Here's some notes. Here's some key things you need to hit. And he's let him go and work with it because he was a writer on the first Deadpool, the first two Deadpool movies, and look how well those did. I don't think they're trying to frame, they're not trying to re, you know, uh, remake the wheel here, reinvent the wheel here with this movie. They're going to basically go with what's worked and they're just going to, he's going to be an executive producer. He's going to have a consultant, you know, he'll be like, okay, well, this is where we're trying to go. So we need to fit this in here, work this in. But I think when it comes to the rest of it, Reynolds has full control. He, he hasn't come out and shown anything otherwise, you know? So. Yeah. But how knows? much of the movie have they actually, cause it kind of got, well, it's still on hold because of the yeah. strike. So how much of the movie have they actually gotten done? Has I, he been able to? I think they got a lot of it done. But now it's not coming out next year anymore, right? Um, I can't remember when they pushed it to. Like I said, it was May. Weeks. And then I thought they pushed it. Uh, was it May? It was originally May. Because I remember I was like, oh, that's soon. May May soon. Let's see when the new release dates are. Dude, you remember when we were kids? Like we're in October right now. <laughs> okay. You thought about May. May seemed like an eternity away. Right. Now I'm like, oh, that's soon. May soon. <laughs> it's eight months away. <laughs> when was this article done? Because I want to make sure it's the most. So here, okay. So we have Loki season two, October sixth. That just started. The Marvels is November. What if season two, December, X Men ninety seven, early twenty twenty four, Echo January twenty twenty four, Deadpool is slated for May third, twenty twenty four. But I'm pretty sure it got pushed um, from May. That's the original. That might be the original. When was this article posted? I'm pretty sure Marvel's. Is no, this is September seventh. Who's the Who's the uh... IGN? Huh. They're pretty reputable. Oh, I would think so. It's um, not like freaking big robot or whatever the hell that is. What's that called? Weird freaking robot? Big, uh, big freaking robot? Freaking a giant robot? Giant robot? That No, that's J.J. Abrams thing, isn't it? Mm. No, his is bad robot. Yeah. It's, oh my gosh. It's not we got this covered, that's for sure. See, and I put the robot one and we got this covered in the same boat <laughs> so this i mean this article came out in september of 2023 so last month so it's saying that like um thunderbolts is december 2024 dark hold got pushed to 2024 captain america brave new world There's a dark July hold show coming out it agatha dark hold diaries is the new name of the agatha show they changed it again Mm, looks like it. So it was Coven of Chaos. And there was Agatha. Something else. Yeah. So this is the new. This is the new. Um, the new list because Kang Dynasty and Se- Avengers Secret Wars have been pushed to 2026 and 2027. So again, season two of Loki started um, today. Today. The Marvel's November 10th. What if December, late December, X-Men 97, early 2024, Echo, 
January 2024. Deadpool, May 3rd, 2024. Captain America, Brave New World, July 26th, 2024. Agatha, Darkhold Diaries, Fall 2024. Thunderbolts, December 20th, 2024. Spider-Man, Freshman Year, sometime in 2024. Blade, January or February 14th, 2025. Um, Untitled Marvel Movie, November 7th, 2025, which a lot of people are thinking that could be um, Spider-Man 4. Uh, Avengers Kang Dynasty, May 1st, 2026. Avengers Secret Wars, May 7th, 2027. Um, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings 2 is waiting to be determined. Armor Wars has been determined. Ironheart is TBD. Daredevil Born Again, TBD. Wonder Man, TBD. Wakanda Series, TBD. Marvel Zombies, TBD. And Vision Quest, TBD. Vision Quest, I heard, is getting canceled. I, everything that's well so remember armor wars was supposed to be a disney plus show and now they're making it a movie iron yeah, heart cool. yeah iron heart's been from what i've heard is they're not they might not be moving forward with it i don't think they should i didn't really care for that girl in black panther i thought she was the weakest link of the movie wakanda I, the wakanda series might not be moving forward so who who knows but so they so the Agatha show started as Agatha House of Harkness, then went Agatha Coven of Chaos, Chaos. Agatha Darkhold Diaries, and now there's another thing saying that they may change it to Agatha. Where is it? I just read it. Agnes of uh, Agatha of Westview. That sounds stupid. Why? Why is there so many fucking name changes for the show? I don't know. Cause they just come up with new ones. Well, they're saying that 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 they think the name changes are a ploy to talk about the multiversal stuff. Maybe it's gonna work its way into. And then apparently the premise of the show is she's going to look after, or she's going to find Billy Maximoff to take his powers. Oh, they're gonna bring the um Wiccan back into it, huh? I hope they recast the actor because those kids suck. <laughs> those kids are up there with the kid from it, Georgie. Oh wait, no, Georgie. He was originally slated to play um the uh Wiccan. He was he was originally the original actor for Wiccan, and they're all all three of them bad actors. One of the twin or one of the brothers is a worse actor than the other one. One of them I can kind of deal with, but there's one I swear he's like staring at the fucking camera when he talks. But I guess I just don't pay that much attention to it. The kid, the kid from Pennywise is awful. Did you watch uh, Lock and Key? Yeah, yeah, he's in that one. It's horrible, dude. Easy now. Easy now. I know he's in Arizona. Uh, Not only that, he's good friends with my uh, my cousin's son. I didn't say he's a bad person. I'm just <laughs> saying he's not a good actor. <laughs> Easy. Easy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, that's why we don't do this live anymore. You can just edit it out. <laughs> no, it's staying. <laughs> Um, uh, don't you think they'll age him up a little bit? 
Wicked and Speed? Probably. I hope so. They need to get like a like a Logan Lerman, Josh Hutchinson, but like younger, like that caliber. Don't you think? What is that the kid from Twilight or not Twilight? Hunger Games? Hunger. Josh yeah. Hutchinson? Mm. Like Logan Lerman, Josh Hutch- Hutchinson, but like find him like 15 years younger than those actors are. Yeah. Somebody that actually has some acting ability that those kids do not have. Yeah. Josh Hutchinson, who played PETA, the bread maker. So he's essentially a bread who makes bread. Did you see that there's test footage of him trying out for Spider-Man? No. Have you ever seen that? He's like in a gym. It was it was put on by Marvel. So they had before Tom Holland, or this might have been before Andrew Garfield. Logan Lerman, Josh Hutchinson, and I think Dylan O'Brien were all in the mix for Spider-Man. And there's actually like test footage of Josh Hutchinson. I believe it's Josh Hutchinson. It might be Logan Lerman, but Josh Hutchinson like fighting bad guys in a gymnasium for his tryout to become Spider-Man. I'm glad he wasn't Peter Parker. Yeah, the only one, the other two, though, I would have been fine with. Dylan O'Brien and Logan Lerman. Mm -hmm. Logan Lerman was a pick of mine. When they announced Tobey Maguire was not doing Spider-Man again, Logan Lerman was my first pick. Yeah, so it's uh, it is Josh Hutchinson because there's pictures of him like in the OG Peter Parker, like blue blue shirt, khakis, and like zip up sweater and glasses. So you can actually watch that on uh, YouTube. I'm pretty sure I've seen it. Yeah, it's on YouTube. I'm watching it right now. His fight demo. Is it in like a gym? Yeah, it's at like a high school. And there's like padding on the walls, like yeah, and they've got like lockers set up, yeah. But was that was that before Andrew Garfield, or was that before Tom Holland? Um, it doesn't say. Amazing Spider-Man. It was before Andrew Garfield. Yeah, it would have been yeah, Andrew Garfield. He looks it like in this video, he looks like a Peter Parker. I'm not sure if his acting, Andrew Garfield's one of a kind, dude. I mean, that yeah. dude stole, like, he was a bigger part of No Way Home, people losing their minds, than Tobey Maguire was. Yeah. Like, he stole the limelight from Tobey Maguire, who's the. This, this reminds me a lot of the fight scene. Though between Peter and Flash Thompson in the school in With Toby, yeah, it went Sam Raimi Spider Man, yeah. Uh, who is that, Joe Demagliano, Magliano, yeah, or whatever, however you say his last name? But I don't know, he's got kind of derp face in a lot of the his action poses through this stuff. Wait, I know that girl. But uh, why has he got duck face? Like every time he stops, he's got like duck face. He's like, 
got a really interesting face. I'm watching it right now. Well, I'm gonna take the glasses. Can we off. show it on here? I think we'll get copyright. I don't know. I don't know if we get copyright or not. It probably would be. It probably will. But oh, so Lance just shows it anyway. We'll get copyrighted. I don't know. Probably. I'm just gonna show it anyway. Oh, we only show a couple minutes. Okay, it should be fine. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm glad that they went with uh, Andrew Garfield. What were you and saying? I said I'm glad that they went with Andrew Garfield and Tom Holland over this. And his derp face. Look, he's gonna land. Ooh. Oh yeah, face. he's got the derp face. I had to see what you're talking about now. <laughs> face. And then watch, he flips off of this and lands. Ooh, duck face. Why is he doing that? That's probably why he didn't get the roll. Duck race. Oh, side. He didn't like even his, touch that, dude. Yeah, his fight is like decently correct. Look, duck face. Every time he has to do a Spider-Man pose, duck face. Where do duck I know face, this girl duck from? Duck face. I don't know. I think I think that girl's an actual like. Looks like he's got herpes right there. He's got no lenses in the glasses. Do you know that's typical? For movies. What? No lenses in the glasses. Mm-hmm. I learned. Where did I learn that from? I think I learned that watching this just now. No, I think I learned that uh, years ago. When we, we made our on. we made our music video. Um, and they take the lenses out because the reflection from the cameras. Yeah. Duck face. Yeah. Why is he doing that? Yeah, no thanks. I'm good. Yeah. But uh so um have you seen Future Man though? Mm-mm. Nope. On Hulu with him? Nope. It's uh Seth Rogan. It's a TV show. No. Nope. That show's fucking ridiculous, dude. You've never seen Future Man? Mm-mm. Dude, that's that show is right up your alley. It's like it's like a funny take on like Terminator, but it's Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg. And it's on uh, Hulu. And it's three seasons, I'm pretty sure. And it actually has like a finale. Like they actually, it doesn't just get canceled and then they like cliffhanger style, you know? Yeah. That show's fucking awesome, dude. You'll like that. It's hysterical. I'm going to have to check it out. One of uh, There's like one scene in it where like so he has these two people come back that are supposed to protect him or or something like that and something happens where Josh Hutchinson and the and this protector guy get their dick swapped and this guy has like this huge only you would think about a show about dick swapping is entertaining this guy apparently has this huge dick and then Josh Hutchinson gets it and then he gets Josh Hutchinson's dick and it's like micro penis <laughs> no no thanks Dude, it's fucking hysterical, dude. Just watch it. I can't believe you never heard of it. It's Seth Rogen, dude. What I've heard of it. Next? I just I've never watched it. What would you expect from Seth Rogen? Yeah, like, I don't dick swapping jokes. Care about dick swapping. I'm good. But what Try else? Trying to my dick. <laughs> no dick swapping. You don't see the dick swapping. It's all just dialogue. Mm. It's not like they're showing you it. It's fucking funny, dude. You need to check that one out. Maybe. Uh. What else did you want to talk about? 
That's we it. X Men, Fantastic Four. We talked about Loki. Yeah. We talked about Ahsoka. We talked about. Dick I think the Lockhead. other thing about go, going back to Ahsoka. I think the other thing about Ahsoka too is the fact that they decided to basically change. Let let, let me end the show on this note here. You for for uh, Star Wars Elitist. I think it's time that you understand that Disney does not give a fuck about Star Wars canon. They do not give a fuck about Star Wars canon. John Favreau and Dave Filoni does not give a fuck about Star Wars canon. So the well, they're f- picking and choosing too. What yeah, like can stay uh, canon, what doesn't? Ken, uh, Kathleen Kennedy doesn't give a fuck about Star Wars canon. The other thing too that a lot of people are pissed off about is the fact that they made Sabine Wren force sensitive, and now anybody can wield the force. Instead of just making her a badass Mandalorian like she was in the shows, now she's force sensitive and training to become a Jedi. So it's like anybody can be taught the force now instead of. Wait, she wasn't force sensitive in the other. Not that I remember. She was not force sensitive. Because the show kind of leads you to think that that Ahsoka was once her master. That she was once. Well, after the events of Rebels, yes. And, but that's not like she that's why she struggles so much is because she's not in tune with the force she's not force sensitive she's training to become a jedi but she's She's not not force sensitive sensitive. and then all of a sudden she can just use the force when she gets in trouble she could have just been a badass mandalorian that yeah she could have just been a badass mandalorian that wields a lightsaber she didn't have to have any connection to the force but she's allowed to take off her mask and no one gives her shit yeah well They talk about that in the Mandalorian because there's two different factions. beliefs and in, in factions in the the Mandalorian. But how come race? she's not around any other Mandos? I don't know. I mean, she has in the show. She has a lot of connection to uh, Bo Katan and stuff like that. So, like, oh, that Bo-Katan makes sense. Is, part, is in the Rebel show and part of the Rebels crew. So that's kind of my last thought on on Star Wars, but. I like it. I mean, it's not something I'm like, oh, I can't wait for the next one. In fact, a couple times I forgot to watch it. So when I came back from my cruise, I think I had four episodes or three episodes to watch. <laughs> hey, look at this guy. But, uh, but, but yeah. All right. So that's our show this week. Um, thanks for checking out. We'll see you guys next Tuesday. Make sure to leave a, uh, a comment down below and let us know if you, what you think about all the rumors about Deadpool and the X-Men and, do you think all these Wolverine variants are going to show up? Do you think Taylor Swift's going to play Dazzler? Let us know your thoughts. Is Taylor Swift going to play a Wolverine variant? Ooh, maybe. <laughs> but um, leave it down below. Leave us leave your thoughts on Ahsoka. Leave your thoughts on Loki. Um, you know, let us all know down below. Let us and know what you think of the new subscribe button. Yeah, let us know what you think of the new time slot. Um, make sure to hit that like and subscribe button if you're new to the show. With notifications on so you know when all of our new content goes live and like i said we've got new new shows galore coming out for you guys so be prepared for that as we get those be prepared started off but um enjoy the rest of your week and for this week's episode of the absolute podcast i am matt i am lance saying keep on uses geeking on <laughs>
Let's listen to Absolute Geek. Absolute Geek. We'll go ahead and spread our cheeks. Spread the cheeks. And drink and some Cosby wine. <laughs> we'll Come drink on, some Cosby wine. It makes me feel real fine. <laughs> See you next time Ooh. on the Absolute Geek.